Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yesterday, huge news through, and this will affect a lot of people, and this will, you'll have a lot of opinions about this. Schoolboy rugby in Auckland. 1A first 15 competition, which is as famous as any schoolboy competition, or stop saying schoolboy, school rugby competition or school sport competition around the world, really, has no long, will no longer be televised. So the principals met yesterday from the competing schools and they said that the unhealthy level of scrutiny and pressure on student athletes is why they are taking the step to ban the televisation and broadcasting of it. Strong and necessary emphasis on the well-being of students at the time when secondary schools rugby players are being exposed to unhealthy levels of scrutiny in both traditional and social media, which I think is an interesting point. So these are your schools like Sacred Heart, Mount Albert, Dilworth, um, St Peter's, Kings, you know, the, the types. They will not be streamed on social media or Sky, Completely gonski, no longer. Pat Drum, the principal of Mount Albert Grammar, said, As educators, we have become increasingly wary of organisations and individuals seeking to treat secondary schools rugby as an extension of the professional game, which I would tend to agree with. They say that there is enough resource for these teams and professional outfits to see these players in the flesh to figure out who is going to be the next star, and this will not hinder or impact the player's um, ability to go on to be professional, but it will help them and it will um, safeguard their longevity and mental well-being, or in general well-being, while they are playing for their school. So my question for you, on double eight double three and 0800 150 811, because lots of you will have family, you probably played schoolboy rugby yourself, you'll have opinions. Um, I, I remember... But, you know, desperately wanting to get a televised game and never getting one, being in school. And it's important to remember the Super 8 and then also the Press Cup, I don't think it's called down there, is at the University of Canterbury Cup nowadays in Christchurch. That will be televised. So it is now just the Auckland schools that will be missing out. Where do you sit on this? Good idea? Bad idea? 
Articulate th- your thoughts to us on 0800 150 Izzy and Kempi, I know that I've got some thoughts. We'll get theirs after this. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. 27 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Uh, after 6 o'clock, see, I told you, I'm still out of whack. Um, can't wait question of the day. No more schoolboy 1A Auckland rugby on TV. Double eight, mm. double three. where do you stand on this? Is it a good idea? Are we protecting the interests of the young people or is it disappointing and are we losing opportunity? The principals have voted and made the decision. The principals of the 1A schools voted and made the decision. Is he? I know you will have deep thoughts on this. I'm in support. Yeah, I fully am because I've been a huge advocate of of kids when they go to school and and they're enjoying sport. I think sport, when you're a talented kid, will take care of itself. And, and the pressures that's put on these these young kids at a young age is amplified thousands times with the way the world is at the moment with social media and and TV coverage and. And all of that. So I feel when when you're playing for your first fifteen, it is you know the, that's what you want to do. And when you're running out through that tunnel, you get you get gifted your your hat, you do your school, your passionate hucker, and then it's been televised. I just think it adds unnecessary pressure. Like I always say, if you if you're talented, you're gonna make it. You don't like you don't have to go to these big rugby schools or these big flash schools. Yes, they're probably gonna. Make it yeah percentage wise better, but if you're one of the really talented ones, you will get found and you will get selected. And when you're at school, just enjoy it, enjoy it, make the most of of school time. Um, you know, apply yourself academically, do the things because if sport is your um, avenue you're going to take, um, it'll it'll work out and it'll eventuate in the end. So look, I I support them 100. percent But the, I was reading um Andrew Gordon here made a bad uh, valid point last night. A lot of these schools and a lot of these principals are the reason why it's the beast it is today. You know, like a lot of them, you'd, you'd, you'd hear stories of them saying when they didn't get a game televised, they'd kick up a farce and then they'd all, you know, throw their hats and their toys because they ended, their team's not getting televised when they didn't have it. So a lot of these co- uh, principals have a lot to, to answer for, but I like the decision that's been made. Yeah, and, and ego plays a massive part in the decision. You know, like mm. um, I've had dealings with principals at high schools and around high school um, sport, and schools want the best players. Schools want the biggest profile. Principals want the biggest awards. And the, and you've got to be careful. Um, and I think I, – I agree. And I, I don't want to say too much because I've written off the back fence about it. Um, I agree I agree with the decision because – what should happen is kids should go to the, see the thing that I the thing that I learned that I went to school to play rugby uh, so I can talk about it firsthand. I played first fifteen. I, that's all basically at, at the end of my um, schooling career. The only reason I went to school was to play rugby, mate. Like yeah. I was about a comment last night. An ad come on TV and he yeah, had all the all the science. So you know, so science. you went to a school that played rugby, Kimpy. So I went, you went to school to that played rugby. School that- and and the principal yep. and the principal was the principal of our school was actually. Um, Peter Gore, he ended up being the like the boss of the principals around New Zealand. He's he worked out at um, Papatoi College up here in Auckland, so he's had a lot to do with the principals in rugby and school. I've talked to him about it a number of times, but man, I I didn't go to school to learn, and I'm kicking myself. I'm kicking myself that I didn't get education because I didn't know what I actually didn't know the journey of um, the educational journey and why you got educated and where that could lead to in a career. Um, thank God I could play football. That's all I. That's all I say. But I'm a minority by a country mile. The percentages are so short of success. 
I was the other side, so my mum and dad took. They they knew rugby and sport will take care of itself, so they sent me to a school to, well, develop me and, and help me pursue life after after rugby. So I went to Lindisfarne College, a very academically um, you know good school. They provided opportunities, and I, look, I'm like you, Kempi. I wish I applied myself more and, and and went there not just to eat my lunch, but you know to to really nail down and and buckle down with the with the school criteria, but. Um, but that's what happened to me. I went to a school that we got smashed every week in rugby, you know. So we played rugby, but I just always knew that that will take care of itself. And I got recognised from that playing for Lindisfarne College, getting pumped every week, and then obviously went on and and had a career. So that's the kind of story. You don't have to go to these big rugby schools that have big academies that pump millions of dollars into their sports arenas. If you're very talented, you will get you will get found. It raises some interesting questions about what happens next with the other schools around the country, though. I hear what you guys are saying, but I also think that sometimes if you look at these 1A schools in particular, like if we put St. Kent's and use Kings as an example, do you think that there's not going to be pressure on these kids to perform in first 15 rugby? It is like the World Cup to them. The amount of resource that gets pumped in and the amount of pressure that gets put on these kids just because it's not on TV. Yeah, but TV amplifies it It by about 20 times. Well, it it might, but I'm just wondering, I'm a little bit sceptical about how much so. I guess that's my take. So you don't agree with it? Uh, I don't, not not necessarily don't agree with it. I just want to see it play out. I mean, I don't think it's a clear-cut, obvious decision. I don't know whether it's going to be worth it in the long run. No, the, the kids these days are not resilient enough. They're not. They're not us. I'm telling you right now. I I talk to young blokes these days, and you put that added added pressure on them, they crumble. They absolutely crumble. It is it is such an expectation that putting Look at the fir- mental health problems we have. Hundred percent. Putting first fifteen in front of everything else is not setting up. If I was a parent, is not setting my kid up for the best. Um, not setting them up for the future. You know, there'd be so many... And the problem that you've got is no one talks about the percentages of success. For every first 15 player, Mm. every other kid underneath them that wants to be a first 15 player is failing to get to that spot. Now, the the drop-down effect um, that this has on other kids would be immense. Just not making the first 15, and especially being on television and getting a haircut and, and being all scucks for the for all the other kids that are watching it. You know what I mean? Like the mental part of it, I, yeah, look, I, I get it. I just, just think that alone would be such a big area to, to talk about. 27 minutes away from seven. Here's Aroha the news for Kubota. Together with Shaping and Building New Zealand. We'll get your feedback on this as we move throughout the morning. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.